Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will share with us one of the most important and one of the most beautiful stories in the entire Bible, that yes, Jesus Christ was crucified for our sins, but three days later, he rose from the grave. This exciting event happened almost 2,000 years ago, and it is still being talked about today all over the world. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the hope for saint and sinner alike, and we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. There have been skeptics who have set out to disprove the claims of Christ, especially in regard to his resurrection. One such skeptic was Lee Strobel back in the 90s. He was a writer for the Chicago Tribune and his wife had come to Christ and and it was starting to bother him and after about about a year or so he decided, you know, I'm going to just disprove this whole thing, go back to her with my evidence and get my wife back. So he'd become one of these crazy Bible-believing Christians. And he did all kinds of work. He examined the claims of Christ and ended up getting saved. Wrote a book called The Case for Christ. Came out in 1998. Acts chapter 1 says that Christ rose from the dead and there are many infallible proofs to these things. Infallible proofs. Let's see. Christ rose from the dead. Mary Magdalene encountered him. That's experiment number one. Because science is always saying in order to have an infallible fact, you have to have the repetition of the same experiment. So Mary Magdalene would be experiment one. Experiment number two would be the women that encountered him. Experiment three would then be the disciples. Experiment four would be the apostles. Experiment five is a very large one, the 500 that saw him. And then the apostle Paul was one born out of new time that didn't see him in the physical as have millions since then who have encountered him by faith. In fact, the evidence is so strong, it was so strong it, in, in the days just following his resurrection around Jerusalem <coughs> that when the apostles would preach and the Sanhedrin, the Jewish leaders would come up against him and the scribes and the Pharisees and so forth and try to stop their preaching and the momentum of this sort of tsunami of faith that was sweeping the area. The apostles, if you read the book of Acts, would immediately just default right back to the resurrection, the resurrection, the resurrection. Their preaching revolved around the resurrection. Their arguments revolved around the resurrection. And they had resurrection power. And the powers that be that opposed them couldn't say a word. The proof was so strong. Everyone knew. Years ago in England, two professors at Oxford, Gilbert West and Lord Littleton, set out to disprove Christianity. 
West uh, set out to prove that Saul of Tarsus was never converted and never became the Apostle Paul and Littleton set out to prove that the resurrection was a a hoax. Uh, Both were converted to Christ. And in the preface of the book that ended up being written, a book of apologetics for the Christian faith, they said this was the book that refused to be written. 500 eyewitnesses at once. And yet, what is the strongest evidence? The strongest evidence is since the first century... For roughly two millenniums now, the many transformed lives. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. The fact of the cross this morning for your pardon and the fact of the resurrection this morning for your eternal life. Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again from the dead. What's that all about? That is the salvation of your soul. That is the payment against your sins. That is your opportunity for eternal life. How important is it today? Not only all the hope in this world wrapped up in the resurrected Christ, but your opportunity to go to heaven, your opportunity to have your sins forgiven, your opportunity to be resurrected from the dead after your death someday is all wrapped up in this great this great fact. Let's take a few minutes and, and talk about the resurrection scene. Uh, for that, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the Apostle Paul says here, he says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. Verse 8. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So here are the powers of darkness, Satan and all his minions, and those on earth that hated Christ, especially in that region of the world. They thought, we got him. We got him, man. But had the Jewish leaders known, had the Roman leaders known, had the devil known, had the devil's fiendish emissaries known, that what they had done is they had plan, uh, played right into God's hands. And God's plan of redemption had been enacted. But they had not seen the last act of this play. For in three days and three nights, Christ would rise from the dead. Death didn't know it yet, but death had committed suicide. For Paul tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 1 that death was abolished by proclamation. (coughs) For in verse 10 of that same chapter, Paul says, Who hath abolished death, speaking of Christ, and hath brought light and immortality to light through the gospel. Those leaders didn't know it yet, but three days and three nights later, they would realize their mistake. But let's look at the human side of things during these three days and three nights. Because from the side of the apostles, things look pretty bleak. The fact of the matter is, Jesus was dead and buried. There's no denying that. Some detractors have tried foolishly to say, well, you know, he, he didn't really die. He just, uh, you know, he just, he just swooned. He, he passed out. And he really wasn't dead. So when they, when they put him in the tomb, you know, he was just faking it. 
Then, of course, later on, he came to and he he pushed the 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 stone that weighed about one and a half tons away and and snuck past that that Roman guard of sixteen fighting men and declared himself the Lord of Glory. Pure ridiculousness. Christ is dead and buried. You think of the scourge, the, the scourging he got. Uh, one, one historian in the third century said concerning the Roman scourging inflicted on those to be executed, the sufferer's veins would be laid bare and the very muscles were open along with the exposure of the victim's bowels. Many died before they ever got to the cross. The beating was so severe. And then there's Pilate's certification. So dead was Christ on the cross that they didn't need to break his legs as they customarily did. Because on the cross, in order to breathe, you had to pull up with your arms and push up with your legs just to get that one breath. And so what they would do, if, if the victim had already died on the cross by then, they would break his legs so he couldn't push up anymore and he would just suffocate. But they didn't need to do that with Christ. These uh, professional executioners knew a dead man when they saw one. And consider the tomb and the manner of his burial. Joseph's borrowed stone tomb. He was, he was buried in the manner in which they buried in those days. A stone of one and a half to two tons. Oftentimes 20 men were needed to roll that stone into place. And if you take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 27, I want you to notice something here because uh, the Jewish leaders were so concerned about Christ's claim to raise from the dead, they were just absolutely certain there was some hoax that they needed to foil. So uh, they approached they approached Pilate about this, and and you look at verse sixty two of this same chapter, Matthew twenty seven verse sixty two. The Bible says, "Now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir." We remember that that deceiver said while he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Now remember, this is during that three days and three nights period where the powers of darkness, both both in the spirit world and on this earth, think they've got them, man. We're in control of this thing now. And they commanded, therefore, that, uh, that this, it, they, they asked Pilate, command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away. And say unto the people, he is risen from the dead, so that the last error shall be worse than the first. Now I want you to watch what Pilate said. Pilate said unto them, you have a watch. Go your way, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Resurrection of Jesus Christ by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has made it abundantly clear that the importance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ cannot be overstated. One of the ways we know that Jesus Christ wasn't just your average religious leader was the fact that everything he said about himself and everything that was written about him, he was able to fulfill. If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and resurrected for your sins, and you ask Him to forgive you of those sins, you will be saved and awarded entrance into heaven to live with Him. It is by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ alone that can save you. Nothing more and nothing less. Truly, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the hope for all mankind. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget about Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.